It is, or well, it used to be, the APC podcast. That's right, folks. It is now the Unpack podcast from AcmePackingCompany.com, part of SB Nation. New name, same mild takes. We are talking Green Bay Packers. It was all off-season long. Then it was all preseason long. Now it can officially begin all season long. Follow the show on Twitter. Now at the Unpack Pod. I am your host, Zach Rapport, at Zach Rapport on Twitter. And I am joined. We got a four pack today uh, on air um, to handle our first ever, hopefully annual, guy draft, which we will get to a little bit later in the show. Uh, first up, we got Alex Patakis. How are you doing, man? Doing very well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I, I'm just coming off the high of all of our pre-record banter talking about small alaskan towns and mixing benadryl and wine good stuff you know get get nice and loose (laughs) i'm also joined by the big the big chair (laughs) the big chair himself the original corporate overlord evan tex western all decked out in green gold today how are you man i'm good uh refreshed after a, a nice little trip to the pacific northwest last week so back in the saddle and Ready to go for week one. I'm I'm excited. Absolutely. Also joined by Ben Foldy. Hey, buddy. How you doing? I'm doing all right. How are you guys? <laughs> We're doing good. I, you're always so subdued when we start the show. I like it, though. Yeah. <laughs> eh. <laughs> Long days these days. Um. So I guess we'll we'll do uh we'll start with um. We'll kind of uh, tease out what's going on in in the feed now, as uh, some listeners probably have figured out. We've talked about it a little bit, but you've seen some some new shows. Um, this show, this episode today, is going to be dropping uh, Thursday morning. But typically, we are going to be the uh, the Wednesday morning show in the APC Pod feed. Uh, so I'll just run down the menu because I'm not sure anyone has done that yet in the feed. But um, this season, what you guys can expect is immediately following the game we're gonna have game recap podcasts justice is gonna lead those i believe tex you're gonna you're gonna co-pilot those yeah that'll be the two of us uh handling the the game recaps uh mostly mondays and the occasional tuesday and maybe a friday here and there yeah so tex you'll join justice um and or a rotating cast of apc contributors if it's like a ladies coast game and you gotta go to bed which I know that struggle from from last season as well. Then on Tuesdays, we have I Love Gold, which made its debut this week. And if you haven't heard that, I encourage you to go back and listen to that. Then it's us, The Unpack, formerly the APC pod, on uh, Wednesdays reporting as eligible, which we've talked about uh, recently as well, is now in the feed. Um, that is uh, Paul Noonan, Matub, JR, uh, uh, awesome content there. And then game previews, of course, with Justice. And I believe guests he's got media connections he'll have relevant people to talk to (laughs) i think that's it right right tex that's that's pretty much it you got it all right so that's one little math hat here one two three four five five opportunities for packers content for you guys uh in the audio feed uh and so yeah we're excited about that and we have a new name we labored on it for a long time and as someone who um in my day job, works in marketing and, and has named many a thing. Eventually, you just have to pick the least worst one and just go for it. I don't know. Uh, Alex, Ben, either of you have any 
<laughs> anything to add on the name? We're just ready to go. I think it's kind of fitting. There's not a lot to unpack here. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> As he takes a swig of what looks like coconut water. <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> That's like uh, the Ben Foldy equivalent of uh, Aaron Rodgers with the purple drink at the press conference. <laughs> I got to stay hydrated. Electrolytes. Oh, man. All right. So uh, as I teased earlier, we are going to be doing our our guy draft. And before we uh, you know, when before we get to that, we'll sort of go over the rules, uh, et cetera. But before that, um, news and haikus. Why don't we just uh, we'll start the show with uh, with poetry and hit on a few news items. I don't know if anyone is a volunteer to go first. I can go first. I don't know. We should we should. This is stuff we should talk about before I press record. <laughs> You could. Uh, I heard there's a website called random.com uh, <laughs> where you can randomize things if you want to go ahead and just re-rack the four names for who goes first with the haikus. I believe it is random.org. Oh, to, not, to no not to shortchange. Not to shortchange them. Okay. I'm going to click again, and uh, I'm I'm going first. <laughs> All right. Uh, Zach, Alex, Tex, and Ben. That's what random.org is telling me right now. <laughs> nice. Uh, so with that. I'm going to hit the haiku music. We're going to enter the spa through like the beaded curtain, the essential oils wafting through the air. And here we go. Marshawn Lattimore. Prepare to just get dusted. Packers 1 and 0. So I guess I'm kind of leading with a little bit of a game uh, prediction there. But Tex, I saw there was some chatter uh, on the on the uh, APC Slack about the the secondary situation uh, for New Orleans. Can you bring our listeners up to speed there? Yeah, um, it doesn't seem to be real super great for the Saints. Uh, they just traded for a cornerback from Tech from Houston who is suspended for the first game or two. Uh, that's so Roby. Acquired Bradley Roby, yeah, um, but he's suspended. He's not going to play this week. And the guy who appears to be their second outside corner, Ken Crawley, didn't practice today uh, on Wednesday. So it's going to be Marshawn Lattimore outside, probably C.J. Gardner Johnson in the slot, and then somebody else is going to have to play outside corner. Um, looks like it might be like thirty-five-year-old Desmond Trufant, maybe might be starting on that side. <laughs> um, and if it's Desmond Trufant against MVS. I I like the uh, the matchup there. <laughs> Who's next on the uh, Alex? I'm gonna cue you up. Hit me. We're magically transported back into the spa. Mm. <laughs> Vegas says ten wins. That over seems like a lock. So is more heartbreak. Um, I think the Packers are going to win a lot of games this year, but I just think it's inevitable that they're going to lose at like a very big stage and it may be one stage further than it has been the past few years. But I guess I, I just like big picture going into the week. I'm like season starting. I'm fucking amped up. And I'm like, are they better than they were last year or the year before? At anything? Eh. <laughs> I guess yeah. that's where I'm at. You know, Pessimism. But, <laughs> that's a bummer, man. I know. I, I mean, I'm not. Well, look, man, uh, they're going to they're going to win a lot of games again. 
10 wins. That's a fucking joke. I said that the last time we were on. Like, I'd say that every podcast. I'm like, I still can't believe that's the expectation. But um, it just seems inevitable that this season's going to end in, like, ton of, like, pain. And we could see, like, Roger's last moment as a Packer just, like, looking up at the gym. I don't know why I'm painting this terrible picture. This is so bad. But, like, looking up at the Jumbotron, like, tears in his eyes. And I'll have tears in my eyes. And it'll just be, like, the last time we see anything as great as that at that position in a long time. Um, so yeah, I'm gearing up for that, but I'm going to enjoy it on the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, nobody ever gets the storybook ending, right? Like John always the only one. Yeah. It's just so, like, it seems way too good to be true, you know? Cause yeah. I was like, if he wins it this year, it's probably it, but I don't see it being it. So he's probably not going to win it. That's terrible logic, but that's all I got. Not really newsy, but um, it's okay. Gambly E, you know, the eve of the season kicking off as go. we sit and record this. Everybody's getting in their final futures bets. Um, it doesn't have to be newsy. I want to call it news and, and haikus or haikus and news and whatever. And like, you know, we can use it to tee up. Uh, news, news and haikus item. is catchy. See, that's a good naming it's job. Not that branding. Unpack isn't, marketing man over here. Um, but you, yeah, got your marketing hat on for that one. <laughs> um <laughs> That's all I got. Yeah. I don't know. I could also see another MVP. I was just like thinking about like who's going to like, I guess Mahomes. I mean, he's the favorite. I think Rodgers is like plus a thousand for the MVP. It's just going to be like the same shit. It's just going to be like a, another another version of last year, I feel like. Man. Um, with what different a characters. Bummer. But uh, I, as long as it's not the Bucks, honestly, I'd be okay. <laughs> I don't think last year would bother me as much if it wasn't, you know, the, TB, DB12. Yeah, and Gronk. <laughs> Man. And like just that, like, yeah, F- Florida. That's all I got. Someone go. Someone say something <laughs> smart. Go. Well, Texas next uh, on the uh, on the haiku chart. I'm going to I'm going to set the scene again. The beaded curtain rattles and uh, Tex, it's I'm charging you with bringing us back up. Give me some optimism, please. We're we're going to we're going to recenter and, and focus on week one a little bit. <laughs> Cultivate gratitude here. <laughs> Saints want game and jacks to keep Packers fans away. Ha! Impossible. <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite news story of this whole saga about trying to find a place to play this game after Hurricane Ida was the idea that Jacksonville had an intern research how expensive flights were from Green Bay to places like Tampa and Jacksonville and Miami and Houston or wherever else. And they settled on wanting to play at the Jaguar stadium because it had the most expensive flights from Wisconsin. Like that's ever going to keep Packers fans away. And like there aren't Packers fans in every major market to begin with. So we are Legion precisely. So that, that was, that was my favorite silly story of the last week or so. Yeah. Like the idea that, the last time when they played, um, when the Chargers were still in San Diego, like that game was seventy percent Packers fans. And the, the, so the, the there are people that think that all of those people came from essentially near rural Wisconsin to watch this football game. Give me a break. Yeah. Also, the last time the Packers played the Jaguars was it in Jacksonville? Yep. I think so, right? My yep. guess is that was also like majority Packers fans when it was the team it was the team that's in the market. That week one game in 2016 when they opened up out there and, and yeah, yeah, I think that that's I think the stadium was like half full of green and gold. 
The uh, the one thing I will say about playing in Florida this time of year uh, is that it is a little bit of a competitive disadvantage because it's kind of hot in those rhinos down there. <laughs> the only thing I can hope for is that the Saints aren't going to be used to, I mean, they might be used to practicing in it, but they don't play in it. They play yeah. in the Dome. So they're in a climate-controlled environment too. So yeah. maybe they'll be suffering just as much as, as the Packers will be. I like to think that, but I also uh, heard the take that they you know, live in it in in the heat more they they practice in it more and so they're they're more more acclimated um but yeah i don't know that's always like a sneaky home field advantage for florida teams in the beginning of the season that i don't think gets talked about enough is that it's 85 degrees and very very humid and and these guys are playing their first real full football game yeah uh yeah i mean I guess. I, I don't know. It's also like the a different part of Florida. It's still hot there. And I just feel like like I feel like half of every NFL roster is made up of kids who like grew up and played in Florida. Like it's probably true. Like I feel like I don't know. But maybe maybe it wears off after you've spent a couple of years in the north. Maybe. No, um, that's a, I think that's a good counterpoint. I, I don't know, fair. right? Like, I have these kids grew up in like Miami, Dade, Broward counties, Palm Beach County, or yeah. somewhere in California yeah. or Texas, which probably oh, Texas, I guess, isn't as humid. I've never been, but Texas too, by the way. Um, while we're in states, <laughs> Texas on the Gulf side, very humid. Oh, okay, yeah, you would know. You're like in those parts of the world. I feel like you probably <laughs> just, drove through it. Uh, it's to you. I'm just in this vague, fuzzy part of the U.S. map. <laughs> <laughs> well, every time you hop on the camera and I see like your your house is very like of the environment, you know, so I feel like I am like in the desert watching you. And I just imagine driving through West Texas, which I think you might have had to do as just like a miserable stretch of heat and nothingness. No, we drove through. If you if you picture the top of Texas, like the little top hat, that little square. that comes Oh, up. OK. We see, drove I don't that. know anything about um, that. So part of the world. really, really nothing there. But Texas, for the most part, is very flat. And uh, New Mexico, for the most part, is not very flat, as evidenced by the giant mountain that I live next to. Sup, Yushka? Aw, kitty appearance. And with the kitty crawling across Ben Foley's camera, I think that's going to usher in his haiku. And we're back in the spa. 17 games is too many. This season will be dumb and painful. (laughs) Love it. <laughs> Fantastic. Ben Foldy, knee deep in the brand. I just, yeah, I'd, the more I think about it, the more I think that there's going to be some key injuries this season for all teams. And by week 17, the product may well be unwatchable for a number of franchises, even if they're still in it. Um, and I just hope the Packers aren't one of them. We haven't really gotten to talk on the pod about, we haven't made time to talk on the pod about 17 games. But is it is it... We know Ben's opinion. I'll share mine. Is it the official opinion of of the crew here that it's too many games? I think it's too many games. Yeah, I'm with you. I uh, I loved the 16 game schedule. I loved the way that the schedule rotation worked too. It just was it was perfect. And you're you're messing with it, NFL. And I get it. You know, it's more money. It's a it's an extra week of games, and they can load up on those TV contracts. But ugh, it just it's gonna throw everything off. I'm I'm gonna be yeah old man yells a cloud on this one for a while <laughs> yeah there was a beautiful symmetry to the even though 16 you could argue is almost too many but with four team divisions and four division conferences you could it was nice to be able to predict who was going to play who for the most part 
I don't even know how they do the seven the the seventeenth game, and who gets it at home and who gets it away. My guess is they rotate it. I like I legitimately don't even know because I didn't even care enough to read because I took up the official opinion of the pod that Ben just voiced like before I before I even gave it a chance to like read through the logistics. So like the Packers will play. Kansas every, City is the seventeenth game this year for Green Bay. Yeah, but so next year. How does it how does how does that go, I guess? Yeah, I think it's the it's it's an AFC NFC game. They yep. alternate years as to which conference gets the home the extra home game so that all teams in the NFC are on the road this year, all teams on the NFC will be at home next year. Oh, and then yeah. it's oh, that's it's weird. another division placement game. So like you play the team that finished in the same place in their division. Um but it's from the it's it's from one of the other divisions that they aren't playing otherwise that year. Very cool. Well, now we like, know. There's there's a rotation there, but it it kind of yeah, it's just not as as seamless and pleasant as as the rest of it. Tex, yeah. the, the um, conventional wisdom of the past has been that there is a real home field advantage factor in football. Do you th- is that changed with more more uh, metrics and, and data? Or is it like uh, maybe this is a question for Alex too in terms of like Vegas stuff? Does it matter less? Because it seems to me that shifting who is home and who's away an extra game each year is like I don't know. It's inherently unfair. Yeah, I think the only way that they're trying to to combat that is by doing every team in the same conference is going to be on the road for the same number of games. So all your NFC teams have. Eight, eight home games, nine road games. So at least you don't have that disparity within the conference when you're fighting for, for playoff positioning. Okay. But yeah. Is it the same for the, for we're all so ignorant on this topic here. Is it, is it the same in the division? Like the NFC North does everyone else also play the chiefs or do they get, it's a all team? AFC West. Yeah. So it's all uh, same, same placement that they finished in the, in the AFC West last year. So oh. the Packers play the chiefs, the Bears, I think, play, is it the Raiders or the Chargers? One of those. So, yeah, first against first, second against second. So it kind of adds even more to that that theory of, you know, first place teams play a tougher schedule because now you're playing another first place team from last year. Mm. So it makes it a little bit, uh, it adds to that factor a little bit. I don't know. You'll have a hard time convincing me that the NFL just wasn't like, we want like Packers, Chiefs. Fans were robbed because Mahomes wasn't there the last time, and we're just going to redo it. We're just going to—that's how we, they created the rule. Yeah, <laughs> it was like just for that. How game. do we get the yep. Packers to play the Chiefs? Oh, yep. okay. First place teams from these two divisions play, and everyone else fall in line. Um, yeah, I'm here for it. Uh, I want that matchup. The, we were uh, all robbed of that. The other so. point that I heard brought up, I believe, on the uh, on the I Love Gold podcast, um, was that just we've spent so long with one set of numbers that we had to calculate and now we add one more and it's just i don't know man it's too hard <laughs> it's too hard i mean you're going to start to see some of the big records fall i think you i think you're going to see the passing yardage single season record fall this year i think a guy like josh allen might get it might break uh, manning's record from a couple of years ago with having an extra game to do it in um i think it'll be a while before you see like rushing yards or receiving yards or anything because those records are pretty pretty ludicrous as it is but things like that things like touchdowns um i mean you're you're literally extending the season by six six or seven percent um and when you're talking about you know total accumulated numbers 
I think I think that some of those numbers are going to start to fall in the next couple of years. Also on the uh, I Love Gold podcast uh, in its debut episode, I think my favorite fact that I learned this offseason about any single Packer player, and it's that our new uh, punter, Mr. Bohorquez, uh, tried to do a jersey swap with Aaron Rodgers <laughs> yes. after playing the Packers, and that is so incredible. Uh, I had no idea. That's amazing. And Rodgers was like, I, nah, um, dog, not happening. <laughs> dude, yeah. I mean, can you blame him? Like... I don't know. I just always assumed like the jersey of like the MVP best player on one team is like only going to go to probably the other team's best player or just like someone that there's some type of relationship there with. I can't imagine a rookie punter at the time uh, from New Mexico um, had any like, you know, other than just having some serious like guts, uh, had any reason to, to approach Aaron Rodgers for that. And I love that he got turned down. Like, I fucking love that so much. And now he's in the locker room with him. Uh, so, pretty cool fact. Um, anyway, maybe that's a little segue for Ben to give his punter take. Because I feel like uh, Ben not being here last week <laughs> was, uh, he got robbed of that opportunity. Punter take. Punter take. What's there to, what's there to say? I mean, I don't know. Does anybody you not seemed think excited. This is, does anybody not think that this is the best offseason move that there's been? <laughs> like, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, it's it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, or he'll get hurt in 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 you know <laughs> game twelve of seventeen, and there goes that you know. But anyway, ah, I think it'll be good. I'm excited. All right, we got forty five. I don't have seconds. anything more more interesting to say than that. Forty five seconds of punter talk on this pod. What did we estimate? I th- I think last week uh, I said we might get two minutes. Yeah, but um. <laughs> I mean, forty-five is is impressive in its own right. I could I could just keep saying it'll be good. It'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> just you slow that are down. hearing me talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Um, that's uh, we'll call that news and haikus. And I guess we'll do the guy draft. We're going to do something we rarely do and take a quick break. And then when we come back, we will do the guy draft. All right. Yes, let the royalty-free music ring. It is the 2021 Unpack Podcast official guy, 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 draft, draft, draft. Fade the stupid music. I feel like I just got found in Metal Gear Solid. (laughs) Oh, man. What a great game. What a game. All right. Um, All right. This is it. It is the official 2021 Unpacked Podcast official guide draft. I said official three times now, so it's super, super duper official. Let's review the rules. We had we uh, first we'll we'll go over the order, which we randomizer.org, another plug. They should start paying us. Uh, the order is going to be, and it's going to snake two rounds. First is Tex, Alex, myself, Ben, and then we'll snake that in reverse. Two rounds. Um, and anyone else can uh, jump in and correct me if I'm wrong here, but guy eligible players, guys that we want to adopt as our own, uh, we're looking at day three. So that's uh, rounds four through seven and um, UDFAs. And you got to ha- you got to be we used to call it practice squad eligible, but they changed for COVID the eligibility rules. So we're just going to go with two years 
And then I also want to add the the caveat because we removed Chris Barnes from our list because although he technically fits within those parameters, we we just thought that there was a uh, he's a known commodity because he he played for I think he started the entire year last year. Um, Tex, am I right there? 10, 12 games, something, yeah. Yeah. So so he will we'll, we're gonna pull him out of the of the pot. Um, is there anyone else that fits those parameters um, that we think should not be eligible? I don't know. Um, y'all got a list I sent. I think I think we're good to go. Yeah. Yeah, looks good. All right. Um, so Tex is up with the uh, with the first. Hang on, wait. Here we go. With the first pick <laughs> in the twenty twenty one unpack pod guy draft. Tex Western selects who. <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with an eye on the future. There's a there's a day three pick who's gonna start on week one, but I'm gonna go in a different direction. I'm gonna take Kylan Hill. Oh, Ben Foldy shakes his fist at the sky. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I, he wasn't lasting to to four. Yeah, Kylan Hill yeah. running back. I just love the versatile skill set that he brings. I mean, he's already gonna gonna be the starting kick returner. Um, he he's shown in the preseason he can contribute in the passing game. Um, I, I really think he is a little bit of an Aaron Jones clone to an extent. And I think he was also very severely underdrafted. So I think in, uh, two or three years, that could be a starting running back on this team. Agreed wholeheartedly. I think I said the same like two weeks ago. Yeah. Now we've had a few opportunities, um, in this off season to talk about, um, what, you know, late round draft picks can get you. Um, and Ben, I know you're high on this, but running back is definitely a position that, that it can get you. You can find those guys. No, for sure. And um, hopefully Kylan Hill will be one of those guys. And he is now officially Tex Western's guy. Um, and Alex is up next on the clock. I see him eyeing his big board. And um, you're right. We're going to keep playing this stupid stupid music with the second overall pick in the 2021 unpack podcast official guy draft what do you got so i am uh not gonna have an eye on the future but i'm going for it right now i'm a i'm a win now organization <laughs> um text teed it up there is a guy who is guy eligible by every measure that we measure guys uh that is starting in week one and that will be my selection. And that is uh, Royce Newman, guard uh, out of Mississippi. Yeah. So, um, welcome up, to the, the club, on. Royce. Oh, yeah. <laughs> good flow. Good flow uh, on Royce. Looks, oh, yeah. Uh, he's got like that Ben Foldy flow going, um, which uh, we love. And starting, you know, like interior line, like it's not quite like running back, but that is also a position. Uh, by the way, like fourth round is not like late. Uh, it's not like the seventh, but is guy eligible? Uh, that's also a position the Packers have shown that they can acquire players late in the draft and turn them into very solid guys. And I, you know, he's not going to be the long-term starter at that position, but also if he's good enough, like he could be a guy in future years that is starting at that position because we've seen guys like just kind of slide in and lock shit down um, at that position a while. Like I remember a time that uh, the Packers had like a lot of depth at the offensive line position. And it's like, if one guy went down, it was just like, he's done. Like didn't JC Treaders like her career in green Bay. end that way it was just like, yep. he, like well, and that's another, that would have been another guy eligible situation when Treader got hurt. 
fifth round rookie Corey Lindsley comes in for week one, takes over the center job, and, that was and it. he becomes an all pro. So he could be so, getting in um, on the ground floor on Newman here. Yeah, could be. Um, and by all means, I mean, it's like when the Packers offensive line is at full strength, he'll just be a, a nice depth piece that I will enjoy watching uh, play in in spots when somebody like has a cramp or something. Um, <laughs> but that's my guy. Royce, got to roll with him. His starter at the second pick in the guy draft. That's great value. Yeah, great value. We might see some we might see some some relief, some cramp relief offensive line play in, the, in that Florida humidity. I hear it's I hear it's humid. That's down right. There. <laughs> that's right. right. We're going to we're going to uh, we're going to move fast because I know that uh, Ben has a heart out here. So I am up and uh, we are going to continue to play that stupid music with the third overall pick in the guy draft. Um, I'm going to stick close to my brand, and I am going to draft Dominique Daphne, tight end from Indiana State. And I don't have anything interesting to say about this player other than I love tight ends. That's my brand. That's my brand. (laughs) And he played, we saw him a little bit last year, and I liked what I saw. I'm glad he's back. Um, on the 53, no less. And yeah, I don't know. He, he had one of the most fun two-play stretches of any Packer last year when he caught that touchdown pass and then went down on the ensuing kickoff return and just blew up the kick returner. That was yep. that was one of my favorite little sequences of the season last year. Agreed. Uh, we are going to go now to Ben Foldy. It's Snake, so he gets two picks in a row. <laughs> I keep playing it. Oh, so stupid. Ben, what do you got? I, with the fourth pick of the 2021 guy draft, um, I am going out of the University of Florida, TJ Slayton. Ooh. I, uh, do I, do, do, do you guys get to like laugh or boo or, or should I just go straight into my Just rationale? go straight into it, yeah. I mean, I see a real clear path to playing time. Um, you know, definite snaps and more if there's going to be um you know any injuries on, on the d-line um really high upside pick yeah you know a yeah. lot of physical tools yeah and i believe i saw um brian gutekunst say about this player in particular because he's 6'4 360 pounds that at this point the way the nfl is going like they don't grow on trees you can't find them in the middle of the season that you 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 roster those guys yep i think i mean it's like Nothing but upside for a for a backup defensive lineman. I like that. Um, all right, that's that. That's that. We're gonna, we're gonna keep going. <laughs> Good grief, that's stupid. All right, I guess. Uh, you know, for for fifth overall, um, I was wondering about you know taking one of the two backup uh, safeties here. But uh, I think I'm going to go with Shamar John Charles. Oh, yeah. I think, uh, nice. Again, I, I see I see a I see a path to playing time with injuries um, in a 19 or 17 game season. Hopefully, uh, hopefully longer. And uh, you know, again, high upside, uh, position of need, quality, physical attributes. Uh, yeah, what's not to like? Love it. So far, uh, these have all been uh, on the fifty-three. Um, and oh uh, yeah, I guess I, I guess I should have thought that we could go practice squad. We can't. But, we, yeah, uh, we can't go practice squad. It's okay because I'll I'll go there next because I have the next pick, and uh, I am gonna go with an official uh, what's a guy to quote. 
<laughs> to quote uh, to quote Alex. And I am going to draft Chris Blair, wide receiver from Alcorn State, off the practice squad for no other reason than uh, than he went to Alcorn State, uh, of course, uh, um, in HBCU, but also that's where Donald Driver went. And um, I don't know. I just like that. I like that vibe. Symmetry. Very nice. Symmetry. You love the skill position players, uh, Zach. You got you got you got some weapons. I want to your... make an impact. I want to tweet annoying things on game day. I want to make an impact. <laughs> you got weapons on your guy squad. That's for sure. <laughs> okay, unless anyone else has anything to add about Chris Blair, my newly adopted guy, we can move on to uh, Alex. I believe you are up next. Yeah. Um, do I get the music? Oh God. Ah. Here we go. I'm not picking without it. Okay. Got to get our money's worth. Um, all right. So I, uh, I'm i going win now, so I'm going active roster again as much as there, I would like to draft one guy in the practice squad uh, who could play a number of positions. I'm not going to do that. Um, I'm going to go with someone who I feel like has a path to playing time through attrition, as, uh, as Ben Foldy mentioned. And also, I've been high on... Uh, Everyone growing up in South Florida that plays in the NFL. So I'm going to go with Jonathan Garvin out yeah. of uh, Da U, uh, who is guy eligible by virtue of being the 242nd pick of uh, of the 2020 <laughs> NFL draft. Yeah, seventh round um, pick. Seventh round pick. Um, I know you, you know the official depth chart doesn't tell you everything, but uh, there are question marks around Zedaria Smith, who I believe did practice. To some capacity in the Packers, like light practice uh, midweek here um, on on game week, um, but Preston Smith, Rashawn Gary, and Chauncey Rivers are like the only other players that we know to be like pretty healthy at that position right now, and um, that's a position you you know you, you need you need a lot of guys in that that one. You know you can get pretty gassed on some of these long drives trying to get after. After the quarterback, and especially such. in that so, Florida humidity, um, especially in that Florida humidity, baby, <laughs> and you know he'll what? be used Jonathan's to it. Used to yep. it, and he's used to it, baby. Let's go. So maybe he'll shine. Bada bing. <laughs> um, all right, so um, I'm happy with my lot. We, we we feel like we had a good draft. <laughs> and with that, all right. To close it out with uh, pick number eight, I'm going to take a guy who is a zero star prospect coming into college. Once described as a trash can full of dirt by a scout this this offseason, <laughs> I'm taking Jack Heflin, the uh, yes, the undrafted defensive lineman out of Iowa. Um, and another one, kind of like uh, like Slayton, where you get a little attrition on that defensive line. I think he could start playing some uh, some big snaps, but by midseason or so, um, he looked great in the preseason. Um, and I just love the the work ethic that that this guy showed being, you know, a walk on to Northern Illinois, getting a scholarship, transferring to a Big Ten school, playing there for, you know, for his last year of school and and earning himself a, a an undrafted contract in Green Bay and then going out and making the roster. So um, I think he's already, you know, carved out a role as that fifth D lineman uh, for right now. I think we'll see him for maybe, you know, 10 or 15 snaps even in, in week one. And I think that's uh, it's a player who um, could, you know, he, he's a little bit in that Tyler Lancaster role, but he gives you a little more push as a pass rusher. So um, I, I like my my balance here with I got a guy on offense. I got a guy on defense. 
um, guys who I think can can contribute a little bit in year one, but uh, I have an eye on the future. So kind of harnessing my my best Ted Thompson RIP yeah. uh, to 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 look to the future here. Yeah, I was going to say I really like this this strategy. Kylan Hill, Jack Heflin, two guys who will see the field, two guys you can root for and watch grow, and uh, that's a that's a hell of a draft text. <laughs> yeah, way to way to go. Is where does trash can full of dirt rank in terms of like the Hall of Fame of uh, scout descriptions for players? I'm sure there's others, but that's um, a real good one. And I love that that he alluded to it when he made the roster last week. He tweeted out a picture or a gif of Oscar the Grouch like popping out of his trash can looking around. Um, so he he's fully embraced it. I love it. Amazing, amazing. Well, that uh, should we? I don't know. Should we? We'll, we'll play it. Uh... One more time. That was the 2021 official Unpack Podcast guy draft. We have our uh, our all guy team now that we can root for and check in on from time to time. That's what we call p- content strategy. Now we can just you know we need a quick hit. We can just check in on old Jack Heflin or Dominique Daphne. It's going to be great. I'm just going to put the rest of the season on, on autopilot now. Um, I think that's all we got planned for this episode. And Ben, I know you got to go. Um, so I, I guess I just wanted to end. Um, is if, the, if there's a, a thought, a thing maybe you're looking forward to as the as the dawn of the season is now now upon us. And Ben, I'll, I'll let you go first and you can drop off at any time if you need to. At the risk of sounding like maudlin, like, I don't know, I'm kind of digging the last dance vibe. You know, the like end of an era, transitional kind of, you know, savor it while you can vibe of this season. Um, whether that's going to be Adams or Rogers or maybe even Aaron Jones, like, you know, I, I'm just I'm just going to try my best to not get too grumpy as I enjoy the uh Probably, probably the the last waltz of the uh, this generation of the Green Bay Packers in some form or another. I like it. I mean, I don't like it, but I like it. <laughs> Sad, but probably true, and uh, you know, something to enjoy. I don't know. Anybody else? Tex, what are you looking forward to? Um, it's it's been a long off season, and and last year was weird, and I'm looking forward to a little bit of of normalcy. Fans back in the stands. Um, people presumably Packers fans probably doing the wave when the team is on offense. <laughs> um, don't do that, please. Like I, I hate to join in the chorus of the beat writers, but just wait until the other teams on offense to make noise, please. Um, but no, just having fans back in the stands, having a little bit more of that home field advantage back again, um, seeing Lambeau full, the tailgating, the, the camaraderie that comes along with it. Um, it's just going to be nice to, to have that back this season. Yeah, you're here, Alex. What about you? Um, I would, you know, not to go away from the Packers themselves, but um, uh, one thing about football scene that got me really excited this week is that I feel like it does structure my week. You know, like having a ritual to look forward to uh, is something that I'm actually very excited about um, because I feel like that was lacking, and in COVID, it just felt like kind of forced. Like I w- it was just supposed to be the thing that makes me forget about it. But I think we're like finally at a place that um, it's like fitting back into that space in a lot of people's lives that it was. And some of that is the normalcy that Tex mentioned, you know, having the fans there and not necessarily as large of a looming threat, uh, I I guess, 
but also numbers are high, whatever. Anyway, um, <laughs> I like knowing that, like, okay, I have no plans this weekend, but, like, at, you know, 1 o'clock on Sunday, I'm going to, like, have an excuse to make a really fun meal and also to... I won't feel so guilty about day drinking because it's like what you're supposed to do. So, um, yeah, uh, that part of it. Yeah. I, um, I think I'm, I'm pumped about, I echo that. I agree with you guys. And I kind of have a, a similar thing, which is just that it's been a, it's been a really tough couple of years, um, for all of us. And I'm just thankful for the distraction for the ritual like uh, like Alex said, for the the excitement, and I would just encourage Packers fans out there to be thankful. And we say this a lot on this show, but just enjoy the football and don't take it too seriously. And you have a sense of humor. Don't lose sleep and, and just have fun. And uh, I would also add in Ben's last dance comment there as sort of a little bit of icing on that cake. You know, you don't know what you got till it's gone, and uh, just enjoy. Just enjoy. It's probably going to be good football in Green Bay this year, and just enjoy it because it's not always going to be good football in Green Bay this year. But it is always Green Bay Packer football. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and um, I think that is going to do it for our week before the season kickoff podcast and the guy draft episode. I'm going to hit the polka. I don't know if we're going to do new uh theme music or anything like that if we do we're definitely keeping the polka i feel like that is that's our brand that's our lane bobbing around to some old white people music (laughs) yeah baby (laughs) um so yeah that is uh that's the guy draft that's our show for this week we got real consequential packers football to look forward to this weekend Um, packers minus four taking green bay with that oh yeah you gotta hop on that oh yeah big time yeah. I, I mean the, the 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 only corollary too is is uh, right after katrina you know the saints played the packers and were america's team for a brief shining moment and then the packers stomped them 50 52 to 3 i think was the was the score that was a big one yeah, yeah. it was it was utterly <laughs> ruthless and totally enjoyable to watch oh Let's do it again one more time. <laughs> All right, guys. For Alex Patakis, Ben Foldy, Tex Western, I'm Zach Rapport for the Unpack podcast. New name. Takes some getting used to. Rate us uh, on iTunes. Search for Acme Packing Company in iTunes or wherever you get you your podcasts at the Unpack Pod on um, Twitter. I'm a little sloppy going through this. Uh, you know, you just get it's all. It was all rote memory before, and now it's all. A jumble. Anyway, that's it. Go Pack Go. They're going to totally cream the Saints. Let's do this. <laughs>